Welcome to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers with your host, Peggy Smedley. Welcome back to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. I'm your host, Peggy Smedley. Our first guest is a consultant to various companies in equipment management and has presented a number of seminars and short courses on this topic. He is the author of Construction Equipment Economics and leads in the design and presentation of the Construction Equipment Management Program. Please welcome Mike Forster, president of CEMP Central Inc. and the David H. Burroughs Professor Emeritus, Virginia Tech. Mike, welcome to the show. Good to be with you, Peggy. Thanks very much indeed. Great introduction. Very flattering for an old guy <laughs> like me. Hey, you know what? You deserve it. We appreciate you having spending some time with us for this holiday week. So, Mike, you know, we, we, we talk a lot on the show about what's happening in, you know, equipment and equipment management. I have to ask you, you know, when you look at maintaining one's equipment, it's kind of an interesting uh, kind of thing. And we look at fleets. Do you think a lot of uh, equipment managers do what they need to do to maintain their fleets properly? I mean, are they paying the attention that they need to or could they do a better job at it? Yeah, that's a that's pretty complex thing because, you know, big companies who really do it uh, tend to do it very well in most cases, and they've got the analysis and do the analytics necessary to uh, to get it right. Uh, small companies, on the other hand, hey, they also do it very well because it's not all critical, and uh, hey, there are often a lot of gearheads there, and the and the gearheads get it right sort of by intuition rather than by analysis. The, the problem, I think, occurs in sort of mid-sized companies where they're not all that sure about how important their fleet is to them. Uh, they're embarking on all sorts of other adventures, and sometimes the mid-sized companies uh, really don't pay the uh, time and attention to their fleets that they, uh, that they should. So at the big end, it's good. At the little end, it's based on enthusiasm. It's the problems, if there are, lie in the sort of mid-sized fleets. And when you think about that, there's a lot of lost money and revenue by not maintaining your fleets because that's a costly endeavor. Do you, do you agree? Absolutely, absolutely. For the equipment-intensive guys, it's a very substantial part of their operation. And in, in many cases, it's um, amongst the biggest parts of the left-hand side of their balance sheet. And and when we talk about that, one of the things we like to talk about here on the show is there's now, we've come a long way, you know, when you talked about that idea of intuition, you know, it's that old belief, you know, you can can whack a machine, you can make it run, you just know how to make it. Now we have these great tools. We have this great software that gives us data, that helps us keep the life of a machine longer. Are there some really great things out there that we didn't know existed years ago that today are really cost-effective that really help us understand the analytics, the data that gives us longer life of our machines than we ever were able to, to really understand idle time and things that really give us insight into our machines so much more than we ever thought possible. Yeah, yeah, true. You know, the pot of gold is always at the end of the rainbow, right? And so we develop all these technologies and we get smarter and smarter and we get more and more data uh, it's not a question of 
a shortage of data. It's just how you analyze it and, and, and how you use it. So, yes, uh, there is most definitely a, a, a trend towards more analytical decision-making, a trend towards you know, justifying your opinions with stronger analysis, relying more on analysis than on sort of opinion and bluster and the size of your boots, right? Um, but uh, the pot of golds are always at the end of the rainbow. We'll always be pushing for better analytics, better data, better instrumentation. And, uh, hey, you know, that's just part of, uh, part of the great adventure that we, uh, that we live in. I, I love the expression you just used, the size of your boots, because when you think about data, I think that's the problem we have with data, that I think it's it's sometimes too big and too cumbersome, and we kind of say, you know, how do we fill that boot? You know, it's just too overwhelming yeah. sometimes to understand yeah. it. So if you were to look at the, the Con Expo right now, what is it you'd really like to see and help? You know, in the courses that you do that you want to help, contractors come and say, look, this is what you should get the most out of an event, the most out of a session. Say, this is how you can come and learn to be able to manage your fleets. These are the sessions you should look for, you know, is is how to understand this stuff. What, what should they be looking for? Um, yep. I, I would encourage folk not to look at ways of collecting data. Uh, because you know we've got enough data, we've got a, we're in, we're kind of in data overload. I would encourage folk to look at ways in which they can reduce the data to the critical elements that they need. The ways in which they can analyze the data to give them the information they they need for decision making. So I would encourage folk to look at those tools that are being developed at the moment, and there are great tools being developed at the moment for sort of data reduction and data analysis. Don't constantly chase more. Because when it comes to the information that you need to make decisions, um, it's not more data, it's better information. And I think we get seduced by the quantity of the data and the sort of fine edge on the data that we can collect. We lose sight of the fact that, hey, it's all about decision-making, huh? I think you make a good point because one of your sessions, if I'm correct, or correct me if I'm wrong, I should say, is that you talk, it deals with, you know, the borrow, lease, rent decision. That was something I just talked about in segment one, is really understanding that and and what's the that risk then cost. And, you know, can you explain that, you know, help our listeners so if they are, are showing up at the expo, they could sit in on your session in that presentation, because I think that's a powerful discussion, because I haven't talked about statistics now of where the market is and whether you should rent or buy. And your presentation really is going to help them understand that concept even more. Well, I hope so. Um, I, I take a, a, a slightly different point of view there, because you know, construction's a, a risky business. Uh, business is a risky business. Volumes go up, volumes go down. Things change an awful lot. And so I think our ability to track the changes and follow the changes is very, very important. And to do that with capital investments, I think we need to um, to have a mixed portfolio. You know, we make a, a mixed portfolio kind of investments when we look at our own investments because hey, the world's not a certain place, and sometimes this investment works and sometimes that investment works. I think 
when we make our investments in the capital, in our capital investments in our fleet, we want to have a mix of machines we own that we've bought, machines we rent, machines we lease, uh, machines we have on rental with option to purchase, um, and so that we can we can ride the ups and downs and, and don't go too much on one side, because if the world turns in a slightly different manner. You might just be caught with too much of the wrong stuff and not enough of the right kind of equipment investments. So I think folk who kind of chase minimum cost are chasing minimum cost in their equipment financing at the at the expense of um, exposing themselves to some substantial risks if things change in a way contrary to what they had in mind when they made that minimum cost decision. You know. We can all back. We can all back gold, but when gold turns, we've done the wrong thing. So let's uh, let's mix our investments. When it comes to machines and machines and technology are changing so rapidly, that cost decision becomes very critical, right? And in that transform that transformative time now is really becoming very critical in construction, right? It it's never been so as the time that we're seeing where technology is changing and what you apply makes a real big decision at the job site. Would you say that's true now? than ever yeah. before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I tend to be a, uh, someone who um, who looks more at, uh, at mitigating risks and reducing cost. Um, uh, I think that, um, that we can chase minimum cost uh, and expose ourselves to, uh, to ugly risks. And so, hey, let's, uh, let's make sure that while we chase all these things and while we look at minimizing cost, we keep a weather eye out for uh, to what risks am I exposing myself here because we live and work in a very changing world in, in the construction industry. Mike, we've got just about a, uh, 30 seconds left or so. You also have a session on fluids and fluid management. I'm really interested in that. Yeah. What do you really talk about in that? Because that's kind of interesting. It, it takes that whole idea because I think sometimes people forget that's a pretty, pretty important part of maintaining equipment. Uh, a quick response. Well, I think the thing that people forget is that it's a pretty expensive part of, of, of your running, owning and operating your fleet. Uh, I think if we add together all the money we spend on fuel, oils, uh, def, uh, and, uh, and, and coolants, we find we're spending a lot of money. And uh, you're probably spending more money on your fluids, including fuel, than you are on your maintenance parts and labor. We spend a lot of time and energy and effort on maintenance parts and labor. Do we manage our fuel as well? That's the question I'll be asking and hoping to help guys answer. Well, Mike, I want to thank you for being with us, and we look forward to uh, seeing many of your sessions at uh, Con Expo, and, and we thank you so much for being with us today. Not at all, Peggy. A great pleasure to be with you guys. Thank you. All right, listeners, we're out of time for this segment, but, you know, you can hear and see Mike Forster at the Con Expo in March. So make sure that you have registered for the event. And if you haven't, now you've got a reason to because there's somebody there that you can sit on some of his presentations. So, again, you know they'll be there next year at March 7th through 11th. You want to make sure that you're there. All right, we're out of time. Stick around. We've got more coming to you on Con Expo, Con Ag Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. If it's new, it's here. We'll be right back right after this commercial break.
Imagine what's next for the future of the construction industry. 3D printing, robotics, roadways that heal, autonomous vehicles, holograms, augmented reality. Step into the new tech experience at Con Expo Con Ag and revolutionize how you think about infrastructure, the future job site, and the skills needed for tomorrow's workforce. Just one part of North America's largest construction show. Attend Con Expo Con Ag March 7th through 11th in Las Vegas. If it's new, it's here. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CM founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. Identity theft costs over $20 billion a year. When was the last time you changed all of your passwords? Don't be a victim. The nonprofit Securing Our E-City Foundation is here to support you. They serve individuals, families, seniors, businesses, and nonprofits throughout San Diego, helping to make a safer cyber experience for all. For more information, visit securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. You were born to do one amazing thing, but most people spend a lifetime trying to identify what it is. If you're at a job you don't like or are unemployed, if you're in a state of transition or just can't shake that nagging feeling that you were meant and made to do something extraordinary, the Reinvention Workshop is exactly what you need. Led by award-winning self-help author Steve Ulcher, the Reinvention Workshop will forever change your life. The Reinvention Workshop takes you step-by-step through Steve's proven formula that has helped so many get on the right path and be clear about what they were born to do. Take the first step for realizing the life you deserve and desire by visiting TheReinventionWorkshop.com today. No more delays, no more denial. Reconnect with your true self. Learn to live with purpose and conviction and become who you were born to be. The world is waiting for you. What are you waiting for? Log on to TheReinventionWorkshop.com. That's TheReinventionWorkshop.com. Come join over 130,000 construction industry professionals in March 2017. ConExpo ConAg 2017 is North America's largest construction show. Explore over 2.5 million square feet and imagine what's next with over 2,500 exhibitors. Get the details at ConExpoConAg.com slash future and join us as we take this to the next level. 